Welcome to Doni Irian, a podcast where we will hear stories from nurses just like you that will validate, educate, and inspire you. I'm your host, Beth Quas. Today we have Haley Brettel on the show. She's been a nurse for eight years and suffered her own bout of burnout. She saw a life coach and decided that that was something that she wanted to do and to help others. She's now a board-certified health and wellness coach. Please welcome Haley Brettel to the show. Welcome, Haley. I'm so happy to have you here today. Yes, thank you so much. I'm excited. I am too. Well, you've done a lot and you've worked really hard and I'm excited for you to share your nursing journey. So tell us about yourself. I've been a nurse for it'll be eight years in December and I have done so many things. Um, looking back at my journey, it's so crazy to think how far you've come in eight years as a nurse and like all the things you you know can accomplish and Eight years is not that long, but yeah, at the same time, it feels kind of long. <laughs> so I started out on a med surge floor in a small town in Wisconsin. And um, a year after being a nurse, I decided that I didn't want to live in Wisconsin the rest of my life. So my goal was that. And that's why I decided to start traveling. So I started traveling really a year after I was a nurse, a brand new nurse. I don't think they allow that anymore. I think you have to have a minimum of like two years to travel, <laughs> which is probably a good thing because I did not know, you know, a year of nursing, you still don't know enough, um, depending on the type of floor you work on. But I will say that traveling did get me out of my shell as a nurse too, and made me, you know, realize like, wow, there's so many more different avenues and floors and specialties you can work in. So I did, I was in Colorado Um, for a couple of years, came back to Wisconsin, went back to Colorado, and then came back home. Um, While I was in Colorado, I ended up in an abusive relationship. And um, it was mentally, emotionally, and physically abusive. And as a nurse, you don't necessarily think that you would find yourself in, in a position like that. Because you know, you learn about it in nursing school, and you get into that textbook version of an abusive relationship. And those are like super hard to get out of. So one day in the middle of the night, I packed my stuff that all everything I could fit in my Honda Civic. And I drove all the way back to Wisconsin, 15 hours by myself. I had no plan, honestly, like no money, nowhere to live. And I moved back in with my parents. And um, it was the best decision I ever made. I from there, I worked in oncology. And I was able to see a different realm of nursing. And that was so beautiful. Like, I think that was probably my favorite specialty. Um, Patients are just so thankful and not that other patients aren't thankful, but it's just a different type of nursing. I think it takes a special person to, to be an oncology nurse. Oh my goodness. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. So I, when I was in Colorado, I did um, triage for a few different types of oncology. So I did um, hemonc, gynonc, lung, and neuro, and um, cardiothoracic surgery. So I did triage for all of those and worked in, in those clinics. And so that was really neat to see the difference. But then I also worked in the lab for a little while where I just accessed ports and got to meet these patients. And every week or biweekly, they'd come in for labs. And you just get to know them even in the 10 minutes of doing labs, which was I mean, it was amazing how much you could get to know a patient in 10 minutes just from drawing blood. I'm sure you saw them come back time and time again. Yeah. And you just follow their journey and just 
I, I just can't even explain it. And oncology nurses, you know, if they're listening, like they just, they'll, they'll understand. It's like, you just can't explain how attached you get to a patient because you see them for so long or not long enough, depending on their um, diagnosis. And when I moved back home, I decided to stick with oncology and I worked for, um, it was in a pancreatic liver and bile duct cancer. It was surgical oncology. So I worked with surgical oncologists and I learned a lot there too. And then I kind of got the itch to travel again after that. So I went back into traveling for a little bit and um, I did local travel and I went back to med surge. I missed being at the bedside and did that for a while. And um, so overall total, I've worked in 12 different hospitals in multiple different specialties. And um, it's very neat. Like, it's just so cool what you can do with your nursing degree and your license and all the new people you can meet and just all the learning you can do from everywhere. It's like you have this, these patients and you go to a different state and a different facility. And you're like, I had a patient just like this, except his name was Bob. <laughs> it's just like, you just, <laughs> it's just so crazy to see that these patients like exist everywhere. They just have a different name and a different face. You are so right about the things that we can do with one license. You can work in a hospital, outside of a hospital, in a patient's home. It's just amazing. When you were traveling around, how did you feel the camaraderie was coming in as a new person that no one knew? How did that work for you? So depending on um, the facility and I guess the nurses there, it was one of two ways. What I've noticed in my experience, either everyone was super appreciative of you being there or people were not happy that you were there because they knew you were making more money, which is fine. But I just went into each assignment with like, I know that I'm probably going to get a heavy load and, and heavy patients. Um, but I'm there to be an extra set of hands and you just have to be honest with, about the things, you know, and like what you can do or what you haven't done before. And I think that's the biggest thing with traveling is just being open and honest. And if you don't know something like just say, I literally, I don't know that. Can you show me? I, or I haven't done that in a year. Can you show me how to do that again? Like, it's okay to be honest and forget how to do certain skills if you haven't used them. That's a really good point. We have to be able to ask questions and we can't know it all. And so hopefully we have the right support and mentors everywhere we go so that we, you know, we can't learn when we're stressed. Right. And so if we can find the right people to help us through that, that is what works best when we're trying to learn new things. Yeah. And I think that comes into play with your um, don't eat your young is like reminding, hey, we all need to have this like beginner's mindset because if we don't know what we're doing and we ask for help and someone's like, well, you should know how to do that. You've been a nurse for so long. They're probably not going to ask for help much longer after that. And that's when scary things happen. Yes. So allowing that, that time and that place and remembering that it's okay. We all need to like relearn things after a while and honor that, you know, and, and not be, not be nasty to one another. Like we should be a team. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I've been doing anesthesia now for almost 21 years. And when students come in, I still learn things. In fact, there are things I have to ask them about I've never heard about before that they're learning in school. So even if you've been out there doing it a long time, you can always learn something new and you have so much to teach. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's very true. And I think um, I did a lot of precepting as well. Um, 
at my home hospital. And the biggest thing I do is I ask the new nurses questions. And I will start by saying, like, I don't expect you to know these answers. I just want you to get in the flow of, like, using your nursing brain because I don't think that's taught a lot in school um, because we're so, you know, for NCLEX, we have to know things by the book. And that process of using that, okay, now what next? Like what would happen if this happened? What would you want to do? So just like helping them sort of think into that nursing, that nursing brain of like thinking one step ahead if you can, but then also saying like, I don't expect you to know these answers because you were never taught. And sometimes I'll ask the question because I might not know the answer and maybe you will know it. So it's something that we're going to learn from each other and work together to learn more about this patient and about specific scenarios. What a great way to teach someone. And you're right. It, what you learn in a book is not always how it is when you get out into practice. That's for sure. Right. And I think that's the scariest part of being a brand new nurse too. Have you seen bullying still continuing on today where you've been in your units and on your floors? Oh, yeah. I think it's everywhere. And I, you know, I, I guess I am not sure why it, it happens or it still goes on. But I, I feel it is related to that if someone has a specific title, it's more maybe it's more of an ego thing or maybe it's more of a this is my position. So this is how like you're below me. But um, I don't know if that's like what it is, but I feel like from what I see um, in either facilities I've worked in before or just talking to other nurses, that's that's kind of how it goes. I would agree. And I think sometimes new nurses come in thinking they have to prove themselves. So sometimes there can be some arrogance. And then I think with the experienced nurses, they can feel intimidated by a new younger person coming in. And I think it can go both ways. And that's just the lack of communication, like the miscommunication. <laughs> Right. The more we communicate, I think the better it can be. Yeah, absolutely. So what are you doing now? Well, most recently, I just did a COVID contract in New Jersey from April to June. And to be quite honest, I had to take a little bit of time off because it took me about two months to feel like myself again. I think that is going to happen a lot. So I do want to tell nurses that are going through the COVID contracts that have seen the worst of the worst if you need to take a break, take a break. I had nightmares for about two months. I really didn't feel like myself. I coach self-care strategies and um, I coach and mentor nurses into putting themselves first. And in that two months when I was gone and that two months after, I was not practicing what I was preaching because it's so hard to like, once you step out of your norm and once, you know, we've been in this hustle for what, nine months now of crazy, overwhelm, working, picking up hours because we're short-staffed and staff is getting sick, that we forget to take care of ourselves. And I had to take a couple months off. So I took about two months off and I just started um, I work PRN at my home hospital in Milwaukee. And um, I love it. I love doing PRN because it allows me to make my schedule work for me and how um, I want to pick up shifts when it's appropriate for me. And now I just mentor and coach nurses to create like a, a self-care strategy, really just to eliminate the overwhelm and the stress and the burnout. And my motto, and I think I tell you this all the time, is uh, you first, nurse second, because your name does come before your credentials. And um, quite honestly, if you start taking care of yourself and start looking inward, you're going to be a better nurse. You're going to be a better mom. You're going to be a better daughter, a girlfriend, a wife, whatever, whatever it is, a boyfriend, husband. It's just 
very eye-opening once you do that and once you start that. When we talk about your life coach certification, and did you have all of that before COVID? I did. Yep. So do you think you were able to cope maybe a little better because you had that training and that knowledge? Um, honestly, 110%. I know that for myself um, because about three years ago, I had a um, my burnout moment. So I used to be like a self-doubt, past-obsessed <laughs> anxious type of nurse. And it was pretty much little things from my, my nursing world and little things from my personal life, everything just kind of boiled together. And then I had my, my breaking point, which was a meltdown at a wedding. So that was not very fun, (laughs) but I had to do some soul searching and I had to, I was in therapy for a while. I was on meds for a while, but to be quite honest, I felt like a zombie Um, and I didn't feel like I had emotions. I didn't, I couldn't laugh when things were funny. I couldn't cry when things were sad and I did not, it just didn't sit well with me. So I felt like there had to be like something more, more to life than walking around like a zombie. That's a terrible feeling. And what I hope that we see moving into the future is hospitals supporting. And I'm just talking about nurses. There are so many healthcare workers that need support, but They need to support their nurses because I'm afraid this is a big hit. There's a lot of PTSD going on right now for the nurses out there working. And I would like to see people like you hired by hospitals to care for their workers. Yeah. And I did reach out with my program to um, the hospital that I work at and they already said they have things, you know, for a burnt out nurse in place. And we know what those are, though, and they don't work. We know what they are. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to stop trying. Um, but I decided to take my own route and create a Facebook community um, for nurses. So I have nurses from all over the states in my Facebook group, not just my home state, which I love to meet all these nurses from all over the place. And it's so great that we can have a community together. Tell us about your Facebook group and your and your coaching business. The Facebook group is called Self-Care Station for Nurses. And again, the motto, you first, nurse second. And really, we talk about um, just all things self-care. So, And that's like the whole you. So self-care, sure, it can be like face masks and getting a massage and a mani-pedi, but um, really doing a deep dive into clarity and finding what it is that brings you joy. And finding what about your nursing job do you love? What about yourself do you love? What about the things you're doing in your life do you love? And what don't you anymore? Like, let's figure that out together. And then we work on mindset and challenging beliefs so we can grow. Um, And then after mindset, we'll focus on um, uh, taking action. So taking action is like super important to do before you're even ready because that's where the motivation comes from. We don't have motivation by like, all right, I need to get motivated. I find myself saying that. And then I'm like, you don't even teach that because there is no such thing. (laughs) Like (laughs) motivation is not coming. (laughs) You just need to like rip that bandaid off and do it. And that's what's going to start the momentum. So taking that action before you're actually ready. And then the last thing, yeah, creating confidence and then stepping back into your own personal power and these things really help just develop boundaries and create a self-care plan that works for you because your self-care and my self-care are going to be totally different things. And that's the beauty of this journey. And that's the beauty of my program. And what I teach is there is no, honestly, even like 
right way to go about this stuff, but just having the right tools and coach and accountability to get you there is what's really going to make the difference in that, in that journey. Pre-burnout, burnout, post-burnout. Do you talk to people and coach people through all of those phases? I do. I, I love just talking to nurses in general. So in my group, I am very involved in my group. I send everybody a direct message. I want to hear from you. I want to know from you. I want to be able to help you. Uh, regardless if you work with me or not, like I want you to find value in the community and honestly helping you create that plan for yourself is, is where it's at. So if you're burnt out and if I don't feel like I can help you 100%, I will help you find either a therapist or a counselor or the people that you need to talk to. And same thing with post burnout. Like I said, when I was in therapy and stuff, Therapy just did not work for me. There was no way. I didn't feel like I had actionable steps to take to move forward. Um, and I felt like I just kept rehashing all the things I was hashing out before. Whereas when I worked with a coach, that's what really helped me move forward. So that's why I was like, I need to help other nurses do this. And I like, I really want to get on board with learning how to do this for myself so I can help other nurses do the same thing. That's amazing. I think what you're doing is so important. And I so hope people come and find you because like I said, I think nurses need this now more than ever to be coached and know that what they're feeling is normal. And to be able to have someone to talk to, I think is amazing. And, you know, I don't sugarcoat things like this sucks. The feeling sucks. <laughs> it is not easy at all. It's so hard. You're going to feel like you don't want to do stuff on certain days. You're going to be like, man, I got this on other days. And then the next day, you're going to be like, okay, now I feel like I just lost track of everything I just tried to do. But that's not it. You're, you're never starting over. You're just literally starting where you left off from the last time you started. So there's no starting over. There's no failing. There's no, none of that. Like, it's such a supportive community and I just, I literally love it when, when nurses have their aha moments and they're like, Oh my God, this is all I had to do this whole time. <laughs> it was this easy. It's like, sometimes we get so overwhelmed that it's almost, we go into analysis paralysis because we want to start on so many things that we just don't know where to start. And if you have one person be like, let's try here. And if that doesn't work, you can start somewhere else. It's okay. I know the first time we talked, um, I'll never forget, you said, I'll be your biggest fan until you are. Yes. And I think that just resonated with me so much. That's what people need sometimes, just someone to help them, support them. Yeah. And that is the name of my program is Your Biggest Fan. So YBF. And um, that is what I say, because I, I do. I have so much energy and I, don't, I can't even explain like the word I have for like, I just know this works and I know I can help people and I just want to be able to do that. I want to be able to help nurses just show them that they can do it too. Like I've, I've been at my lowest point. If I can do it, you can do it. You're living proof that it works yeah. and you know how to do it. Yeah. If you could give advice or tips to nurses right now, what would you tell them? Um, right now, I would say be kind to yourself, number one. And number two, like it is okay to have a day where you are not productive. It is okay to sit and do nothing for an entire day and lay in your pajamas and binge watch your favorite TV show. That is 110% okay. So don't let anybody tell you that it's not. <laughs> that we all need to hear yeah. that. And we all need those days for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Haley, where can we find you? So on Facebook, the Facebook community is called Self-Care Station for Nurses. 
And in there, I host, I'll be hosting about six to eight total um, self-care workshops this year. So if you join the group, you'll see those being hosted in there as well. There'll be lives, live workshops in that group. Otherwise on um, Instagram is just at Haley, H-A-L-E-Y dot Brettel, B-R-E-T-L. Well, I can't wait for people to find you and you're doing amazing work. And I so appreciate that you came and talked to us today. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad we got to connect. I am too. And I can't wait for your story to get out and for people to find you and get help from you. Thank you. Thank you so much for allowing me to be here and share that. Thanks so much to Haley Brettel for being on the show today. A couple takeaways that she shares. Be kind to yourself. It's okay to take a day and do nothing. And she'll be your biggest fan until you are. You can find her links in the show notes. And I also want to thank you all for taking the time to listen today. I really appreciate you being here with us, and I hope that you were inspired by something you heard. If you'd like more information or want to be a member of the show, please go to DonateYourYoung.com, and you can find me in my Facebook group, Donate Your Young. Have a great day. Thanks for being here. You will find the key